Hey everyone, Quincy here. Wanted to say thank you for catching this replay of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro show on your audio platform of choice. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also learn more and enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and enjoy today's episode. We're all here to ride the MSL wave, the mental strength league. I'd like to welcome you to another episode of the Hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show. Live pool, fan page, what's going on? Brooklyn, welcome. Connor Johnson, Katie, what's up, what's up? Will Weston, what's going on, Real Weston? McNasty, welcome, welcome. Let's see what we got. Danny. What up? Dropping the I'm in your head emojis. If you guys can hear me all right, spam that heart button. Maybe drop me some I'm in your head emojis. So I know that I'm heard. I am coming through clear. Uh, Rafa, you said, your question came in, any tips for sore muscles? And this was the image that I was just scrolling by when you did that. That is my tip for sore muscles. Uh, Foam roller, especially trigger point foam roller. What up, what up? Let's see. Elijah. Uh, what's going on, Elijah? I'll buzz you in here in just a moment as I do our intro. Well, let me see. Um, as I do our intro. For those of you, so just getting set up, great to see everybody. Thanks for everybody who's joining in. Uh, New York City FC Source just joined in as well as a soccer dad for life. What's going on, everybody? I'd like to welcome everybody to another episode of the hashtag Ask a Soccer Pro Show episode 90. I believe we are on the big old 9-0, and I want to welcome everybody to another fun-filled, philosophical, mentally stimulating episode of the Ask a Soccer Pro Show where we break down and talk about the MSL, the Mental Strength League as well as everything, anything, soccer, on the field, off the field uh, related. I'm happy to see everybody join in, and I'm more than happy to see everybody spamming that hard button, uh, showing love, and joining in on the live. As you may or may not know, for those of you who are recent, uh, recently joining in um, on the show, this is your chance to ask an uh, 12. I was going to say 11. I've been saying 11 for over uh, over a year now. But a 12 years professional soccer player, any and all questions that you may or may not have, drop those in the uh, in the comment box there. I'll start to go through them as well as um, have fun engaging in the community. Love seeing everybody uh, come and join in regularly, participate, um, say what's up, drop by, and uh, get their questions answered. So... Let's see. I guess we'll kick it off right away with Elijah. You would let's get you in here and get your question. While the rest of you, if you've got any questions, drop them in the in the chat box um, and uh, let me know. Hey, what's going on, man? Hi. How you doing? Good. 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 You want to let us know what's your name? How old are you? And where are you calling from? I'm Elijah, and I'm 11 years old. Okay, Elijah, and where, where are you calling? California? Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. Elijah, what is your question? How can I help, man? Um, do you have any tips to become a pro? Any tips? I do have a lot of tips to becoming pro. And I've spent a lot of time, effort, and energy figuring out what's the best what's the best resource that I could give you guys on that journey. And that resource would be heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash create account. So if you haven't created your account already, make sure you go to perfectsoccerskills.com slash create account and uh, create yourself a free perfect soccer team membership account. And there you'll get access to uh, the perfect soccer player blueprint, the ultimate goalkeeper blueprint, um, the ultimate college soccer recruiting blueprint. You'll get access to our tactical Tuesdays episodes, our one skill, one drill. 
um, as well as access to uh, webinars and talks that I've done in the past that break down how to get to the professional level. Um, I did that with Backyard Soccer Coach, as well as the three S's of self-awareness talk I did at Bill Hamid's camp. Was that last year? I think that was last year. So um, I'd say that would be your best tool and resource because I put everything all into one place and we're organizing it so it's even more streamlined and um, put together. So did, were you aware of, of that before I shared it with you? Nah. <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. So now that you know, what, uh, what do you plan to do? What do you plan to do? I don't know. You don't know? Okay. Well, I would suggest that you, you go and sign up. So you click the link in the bio and you just create an account. And then from there, um, it's very straightforward. It'll send you all the videos and all the, the books. So you can get, you can read whatever it is that uh, benefits you or you want to know more, most first. Okay. <laughs> That's okay. Is that your dad there? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, has he been, has he been your coach or is he helping you with your training? He just takes me to training. He just takes you to training? Mm-hmm. What's your dad's name? Carlos. Carlos. Uh, Carlos, I'm assuming you heard me there. Um, what's, uh, what's been the thing that's been most difficult for you as a parent? Uh, you know, so, you know, soccer is very time consuming, you know, so mm -hmm. the practice and like the, the, he, he works really hard. He's so Elijah's a 2009. He plays for a 2008 Academy in California, uh, De Anza Force. So pretty much like I'm saying, it's, you know, just it's very time consuming. So getting him to training on the weekdays and, you know, I guess that's the only, only tough thing about it. I understand. Uh, that's, uh, Ryan Mash. So Ryan Mash's club, right? You guys know Coach Ryan? Uh, I think it's Jeff, Jeff Beicher. So he played. Oh, okay. okay, Jeff. I interviewed Jeff oh, a couple months ago. He joined the show. So um, I got a chance to talk to him a little bit. That's great. Um, I don't know. Also, in the, so in the training center that I just shared uh, with Elijah, so he's aware of it, um, you'll be able to see our weekly training programs. Okay. That Ryan, Ryan Mash, so he's a coach with the Enza Force. He's been working with us for over two years now. He creates a custom custom training program that you can do from home um, nice. every, every single day, uh, every week. So if time is kind of difficult and you're needing that, that gap, that filler to be able to know what to do, how to do, and it just done for you in one spot, that would be a great, that'd be a great place for you guys to, to start. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Def we'll definitely check it out. Of course. You guys, any other questions for me? Um, no, no, I'm good. Eli, you got a question for him? No, I'm good. All right, Eli. Well, thank you for calling, man. I appreciate the question, and good luck with all your training, man. Thank you. Thank uh, you. All right. Of course. Thanks. Bye, guys. Awesome. Thanks for calling in, Elijah and Father. Um, hopefully... I, I know many players, players and parents uh, definitely run into the same, the same issue and problem uh, that Elijah's father, I think he said Carlos, was, uh, was, was mentioning. And that's a big reason why we created uh, B-Pro Weekly. I just talked with Ryan earlier today, and we might be like rebranding and making the name and the stuff uh, more streamlined, so it's a little bit easier. I think we've we've started to realize that we've got a lot of products and services and tools and resources, and it can kind of get a little bit overwhelming. So we're wanting to do a great job of, of bringing everything down into like one simple place. So you guys can get access to everything and kind of go from there. And uh, thanks to Jordan for uh, dropping the link down there below. So those of you who have yet to create your perfect soccer team membership account, make sure you go and register so you can get access to everything that I talked about, especially uh, the weekly training programs that I think are are massively valuable, especially with the especially with the pandemic, the the situation with you know no one's necessarily sure when they're getting back or it's it's hit and miss. So seeing uh, the spamming of the heart button. So appreciate those of you uh, 
if any of you have been doing the BPRO weekly program, uh, let, let me know what has your experience been? What have you liked about it? What have you not liked about it? Did you not, did you even know it existed? Uh, K20, uh, K23 Hampton said, I saw you were on the Las Vegas lights, injured list, everything all right. Yeah, so um, I think whenever you're approaching the game and you've come to a decision that it might be best to rest to prevent injury, you'll still get added to the injury report. So uh, I'm not injured. I'm healthy and I'm feeling good. Uh, I think the the goal and plan in talking with Frank was to make sure that we prevent any injury. And I think, you know, jumping in with the team and playing considerable minutes these last several weeks, um, the smart thing to do was just to make sure that we're, we're, uh, we're being smart about how I was resting and my body and all that stuff. So uh, I didn't participate in the game on Wednesday, but I'll be participating in the game this Saturday. So everything is good on the physical front. I think we've talked about it a lot here on this account about making sure you are listening to your body, you're, you're learning your body, and you're, you're thinking long-term and big picture. Um, there's always another game, and you don't want your overexcitement to play today or tomorrow uh, ultimately prevent you from playing for multiple weeks and multiple games in the future. So like I told you guys, got to practice, uh, practice what I preach, and I uh, – I, sometimes it can get hard because you want to play and you love playing, but um, that long-term winner's mindset. Uh, Soccer dad for life said, my son got to train with two-time Mexican national team player tonight, so great experience for my son. That's great to hear. Uh, what was the name, if you remember? Would love to know who that was. Oh, Luis Sandoval. I'm not, I don't know him. Like I don't personally know of him, but that's great to hear. What did, uh, what, what, what did he take away from, from that experience? Uh, what did you, what did you guys like about the training session? Uh, R A F A A R Z A T E 35 said yesterday I had a scrimmage and messed up a little. Is that okay? And also is playing with older kids. Good. Um, yeah. Uh, Playing in a scrimmage and messing up and making a mistake is okay. Um, I think if your goal is to be pro or go to college or just continue to move up uh, the ranks of soccer, like you're playing for more than just for fun, um, I think it's important to learn and understand where, how, where and how you messed up and why you messed up. So you can, so you can practice those three S's of self-awareness and come up with a plan to improve over time. And then on the second part uh, is playing with older kids. Good. I believe so. I think, the higher the level you can play at and um, the longer you spend there, the better it is overall for you in terms of decision-making, um, increasing your, uh, your touch, your abilities, and overall. So playing up is always a good thing. Um, yeah. Uh, L-U-C-A-S-B underscore official one, two, three asked, how do you switch your mindset from a, from just having fun to a game day, game day mindset? How do you switch from just having fun to a game day mindset? Ooh, okay. That's a good one. I tend to think that your game day mindset is a having fun mindset. Right? So I'm here, I'm in business, but I'm enjoying what I do. And I think that's the place that you want to try to get, get to. And I, would, I, would, I understand that you know, the question really is, hey, how do I get focused is probably really what the question you're asking is. And how do I get dialed in? And, and that, for me, comes down to practicing the three S's of self-awareness. Um, and if you haven't listened to that talk, I think I just saw someone had posted it so I can, I'll pin it here at the bottom. It's perfectsoccerskills.com slash SS. Oh, didn't mean to do that. Pin comment. There we go. Uh, 
practicing self-awareness. Let me see where your question was because they got sidetracked. Um, yeah, that would help you in learning how to switch from the playful mindset to the game day mindset and what it takes to really self-reflect and understand where you are and where you want to go and create a plan of how to get there. So I think building that mindset takes time. It takes practice. It takes focus. It takes energy. And the talk that I, that I've uh, done and that I share here, perfectsoccerskills.com slash SSS is me breaking down and walking you through how to develop that mindset and mentality. So we talk about questions we on the show. We talk about answering specific questions to everybody's experience or where they're at or what's going on on or off the field. Um, the three S's of self-awareness talk is something that you can listen to on repeat anytime, any place, because uh, that's going to con continue to help you reinforce the idea and, and the process for developing, a, developing that winner's mindset. Good question. Um, uh, e h a r r e n twenty one had asked, "What advice do you have for someone getting back to playing soccer?" Um, for someone who's just getting back into playing soccer, I my advice is to have fun, enjoy it, um, focus on the focus on the reasons why you love the game and why it's fun for you, um, because I think that's most important, and and that's something that I'm spending a lot of time trying to be more focused on and getting back to like uh, professional sports can, can make it very hard to love the game that you fell in love with when you were a kid uh, because of just all the, you know, the, the politics and the, and the, uh, and the tactics and the strategy and the competition and all of that stuff. Um, all of that and the business, all of that's necessary. You have to understand that, especially at the professional level, because money's involved and you're paid to do it. It's a job. At the professional level, soccer is now a job. So, you know, fun tends to take a backseat. Fun tends to be the last thing that is focused on um, because you're being paid to do what is now a job. And I think most people don't start out with soccer as soccer being a job. They start out with soccer being a passion. It's something that they enjoy, they love. And, um, uh, motivates them and inspires them and encourages them to to participate and be be a part of it. So if you're getting back into the game, that would be my suggestion. Um, I think if you're focusing in on the fun and enjoying it, um, it's a win-win. If you know, if you happen to get to a point in time where pro or playing at a high level uh, is the result of your effort, your your commitment, and the time you've invested in the game, that's great. But if not, at least you enjoyed the game. And uh, you you got a lot out of it. So, like like I speak about a lot, there's ups and downs in the game. There's good times. There's bad, uh, and that's one that I that's that's a reminder and advice to you, just as much as it's a reminder and advice to me. Because sometimes, especially at this professional level, seeing a lot of the things that I've seen, uh, it can be very difficult to remember that and to to do that. So. That's a good question. Mateus Anderson said, what's good, Quincy? What's going on? Welcome, welcome. Prestigious football joined in. Matty, uh, 1,000. Mopar, what up? Uh, K23 said, okay, good to hear. So it's just precautionary. Yes, it is just precautionary. Yosef, what's up? Yosef, I think I saw that you followed me over on Twitter. Uh, shout out to you on that. Um, I know a lot of us participate and hang out here over on, um, on Instagram, but we're having some fun over there on Twitter. So if you haven't, I'm trying to pull up and see the Twitter posts. Yeah. If you guys haven't been over on Twitter, make sure you guys go join, uh, the conversation on Twitter, David, uh, David, uh, David and I had a little bit of fun with my one of my more recent posts um, on the Instagram account. I I did a what was it a Sunday Fun Day reposted episode fourteen of the Ask a Soccer Pro no no of the Life of a Pro 
sorry, not the Ask Taco Pro <gasps> Show, Life of the Pro Vlog. Um, if you guys have not seen that episode or watched that series, I highly recommend you guys go and subscribe over on YouTube and, and watch the uh, watch all the episodes. Uh, I, I rewatched and I just it, it it brought back a bunch of great memories, great people, fun times, stupid times. Uh, stupid conversations, fun conversations with Fataya Lache, uh, Francis, uh, France, oh, sorry, Francois, it's called Francis, uh, when I joke around with him, Captain Francois Affalter, uh, my little Messi, uh, Jameer Hika, yeah, Nick Lima, Tommy Thompson, Jackson Yule, uh, JT, uh, who, by the way, got his first start, I want to say, against uh, LAFC, and they won the game 2-1. And they scored that game-winning goal very shortly after the Life of the Pro episode 14 uh, show was published. So another conspiracy in the in the works. Just saying. Uh, but uh, have anybody watched the Life of a Pro vlog? Uh, what was your favorite episode or favorite moments from it? What do you enjoy? What do you like? What do you hate? What do you love? Yeah, that was that was fun post. That was a fun post. And then let me see what else was I looking for. Oh, by the, I was also in. I'm thinking about having some fun and joining in. Um, Duncan, Kyle Duncan, uh, uh, New York Red Bulls. He he went live last week. Uh, jumped in on his live, had a fun conversation. Uh, he he shared a bit of his uh, his original thoughts on his first experience uh, playing uh, playing against me when DC United played New York Red Bulls last year. Uh, he had some he had some fun stuff to say, uh, which was <laughs> which was funny. But he's a he's a good kid, uh, great young talent, and it's it's been fun to watch him develop over time. I'm excited to see how his career develops and love the fact that he, he took my approach to the game as a learning moment and love, you know, I think, uh, I'm a, I'm a tough love type of teacher. That's, that's how I feel. You get the best out of someone and out of yourself and not everybody can appreciate that. Can appreciate that, that approach. But those who do and who understand, uh, look out because they they've got a, they've got a little something extra that uh, not a lot of people have, and it's a great indicator of future success. So it was great to jump in his live and speak to him a little bit. And if you guys haven't been, make sure you guys go give him a follow and uh, drop him an "I'm in your head" emoji on his account, uh, saying hello and and. And welcome to the MSL. Um, let's see what we got here. Uh, soccer dad uh, for life with reference to uh, his son training with the two-time Mexican national team uh, player had said his takeaways were that the intensity that he brought plus the drills were something new that he had not tried. Overall, a great experience, but my boy has to learn Spanish because Luis doesn't speak English. Okay, that's uh, that's great. It's like multiple levels of, of experience and trying to to learn new culture, new language, new approach, new strategy, tactics. Um, it can hopefully set, set the standard so you can understand like what the level is, what's required to uh, to get better and to to compete because there's a lot of there's a lot of talented players out there and it is not easy to uh, to create a name for yourself and to stand out and to to kind of get to being a cut above the rest. A lot of that comes down to uh, adversity and how well you can adapt to difficult times and overcome it. So that's great to hear, though, on the feedback side. Um, I-K-H-A-N dot 16 said, I've got a game on Saturday. Well, good luck on your game. I also have a game this Saturday. So we will be playing at the same time. Um, uh, Shannon, 
Uh, Shannon M E I E R one one three six had asked, "What did you think about Jackson Yule's goal on Sat on uh, on Sunday?" And that's what we were just talking about. That goal came after uh, we published the the throwback the throwback life of a pro episode fourteen. Um, I could I could tell that that goal meant an awful lot to Jackson and the and the guys in that game. Um, from you know outside looking in, it looks like things have been pretty difficult for the Quakes and. Uh, Almeida, in terms of just figuring out how to make his system work in America, I think I've talked about it in the past, um, something that I, I had said then uh, that I still, I still believe his, uh, his focus on building culture and like personal identity is great. And I think that that is an um, amazing foundational piece and, and necessary and something that the Quakes were missing. Uh, but, I, but I also think his approach to the style of play for the guys that he has as well as just the guys he's brought in is one that will not work in MLS because of all the limitations uh, in MLS that aren't the same everywhere else um, in the world. You know, that's, you know, salary cap restrictions, no promotion, relegation, um, uh, TAM, GAM, and all the other, all the other, all the other mechanisms and DPs and non-DPs and homegrown versus gen, next gen now versus all the, all the mechanisms the league has used to create the system as it is today and get it to the point where it's at right now are, are the reasons why I believe there, there are too many variables that Almeida hasn't been able to learn or understand quickly enough to realize why his philosophy doesn't translate into um, consistent success in MLS. I think it, it will it'll it'll result in sporadic success, but not the consistency that you need to make it to playoffs and eventually win a championship. I didn't even also didn't even mention just travel and how that works, and that doesn't even include or count the difficulties and all the additional variables that have now been introduced because of because of the pandemic and COVID. So. Before the pandemic and COVID, all of the issues, problems, mechanisms, those things, I think were things that were already very, very difficult tasks for him to overcome, including the pandemic. Um, I think it just makes it near impossible, as, as we've been able to see by like many of the results, um, and kind of an unwillingness to make tough decisions more quickly, I think has also played a role into that as well. Uh, but it was great to see, you know, JT get his start. Um, it was great to see the passion the guys still have to want to win, and how much it hurts them when they when they are losing. Um, it can be difficult as a fan to to see it and experience it. It's it's even more difficult as a player. Um, yeah, especially when you know there's things that you could do to maybe help that you're not getting the opportunity to or um, or a vast number of other things that come into play. But yeah, Shannon, I know you are a huge Quakes fan and have been for a while. So, um, gotta, <laughs> gotta keep Quakes, Quakes never say die. So we, we keep pushing forward. Um, let's see. Uh, Brahim, drop dime in your head emoji. What's going on, brother? Good to see you. <laughs> um, uh, I think the leg show was giving me a wave goodbye. Uh, thanks for stopping by if you're taking off. Um, appreciate you joining in. Um, Tony had said, I think I was at the game. DC and DC in New York is a rivalry, rivalry like no other. Yeah, that was an intense one. I think I had broken my nose in that game. Um, uh, soccer dad for life had asked, were you a natural leader on the field at a young age or more quiet approach? My son is 12 and just now starting to take more leadership role. Um, I would say I was a leader on the field in terms of my play and my action. I wasn't necessarily someone who is, or I like to think or believe, I'm sure other people who were there were watching might, might say different, 
but I, I don't feel like I, I spoke as much when I was coming up. Um, I kind of just played the game and focused on goals and just, yeah, my focus was just on getting to the goal and creating opportunities and trying to score. And like, that was my focus. And that's what I, I dedicated my time and energy to uh, mainly because coaches, coaches over the course of my career haven't ever looked to me or asked for me to be the leader of the team, you know? So like, uh, I've never really, you know, I didn't think about it. I've never been like asked to be the captain or looked at as the captain. I do believe that players, look to me as a leader and, and a president in the locker room. And I do believe a lot of players, uh, like if we're playing five aside, uh, 11 v 11 and you're picking, I know guys pick me and want me to be on their team because they know I'll work my, my buns off for them. And when I am sharing information and talking, I'm trying my best to share the most accurate information possible and um, figure out ways that we can win. I'd say I've become more and more vocal over the course of my career. Um, especially as my understanding of the game has grown. But I think one thing that has made it difficult for me is as I've become more vocal, it hasn't necessarily been because coaches have been asking me to be. So um, that's something that I would caution uh, your son, as well as you, to be mindful of and aware of. Um, in my experience, if the coaches aren't asking you to be a leader and they're not asking you to speak, it's, it's better not to not because I think it's better not to, but because like I talked about earlier, politics does play a big role in soccer and how things work and how the coach views you is more important than your ability on the field. And it's, it's tough to say that because I think you wish that that's not the case. You don't want that to be true. Um, but you know, it is what it is. And what we, I tell you guys here, and I always say, hey, I'm going to share my truth from my personal experience and hopefully share with you the things that I've learned from mistakes that I've made. And one of the most, most people would say, oh, you want a leader. You want someone who's vocal. You want someone who cares and is passionate and is helping and trying to learn. But many coaches are not, uh, many coaches are not secure enough with themselves to have players who have personalities like that. And that is just the truth. And, uh, because of that, that can become a negative reflection upon you that, that prevents you from getting opportunities. And we talk about maximizing opportunities here, understanding the business of the game, uh, understanding how to survive both on and off the field. And that is something that I feel um, isn't understood by individuals who are very passionate about the game and, and want to win um, and want to give everything they can to a club or a team. Um, players who have that kind of approach and mentality, they struggle to understand how that could ever be seen as a negative or bad. Um, and I was one of them. And it took me a long time to realize and understand that, you know, if your coach or if you're, you know, at the professional level, if your general manager or if your technical director or whatever, if they're not someone who, if they're not someone who's, secure with themselves, you know, your passion, your fight, your willingness, your wanting to acknowledge mistakes, be better and push yourself and your teammates to do more and to be better and to admit your mistakes and to try to talk through them and, and grow from them. That scene has a negative thing from, by those who don't want to expose their mistakes, who are trying to cover them up or who are trying to prevent others from um, catching them for what it is that they may or may not be doing. And um, you have to understand that you many people view it as if you do good that means they do bad if you're right that means they're wrong and and that is a level of the game that you and a level of understanding that takes time to to come to um through it, it typically through a lot of experience and uh, a lot of mistakes so hopefully you guys are picking up what i'm putting down and that helps that helps you in in your specific um soccer journey um has has anybody here had to deal with uh, the politics that come along with uh playing playing the game um insecure coaches or general managers or uh club directors let's see yeah. 
This is great. I'm seeing everybody spam the heart button. So uh, it sounds like a lot of you have similar experiences or, uh, yeah, similar experiences or understanding what I'm talking about. Um, okay, so let's see. K23 said, right now I'm a second team player, but am on the brink of first team. I had a talk with my coach, and he said the two things holding me back is my touch and strength on the ball, which I've been working on intensely since me and my coach have had that discussion. Okay, that's great. That's great to hear. One, that your coach was open to having dialogue with you, and two, that he was willing to share with you ways in which he thinks – uh, you can improve your game. But most importantly, you took that information as constructive criticism and you've been putting in the work and effort to to improve that. So um, how long have you been working on that for? And like, what have, what have you been utilizing to help you to improve at that? Uh, and while I do that, I'm looking here. Um, K23 Hampton also asked a little bit earlier, so I'm scrolling up here and looking at the other questions as they're coming in. Um, how do you handle trying to hold your teammates to the same standards I have for myself? This is a tough question because, because I struggle with not liking the answer that I've come to and that I'm going to share with you here right now. And that is um, do not spend any of your time, energy, or focus on trying to hold your teammates to the standard that you have for yourself. Take all that energy and focus and direct it on yourself and raising your standard to as high of level as you can be for yourself. And if your teammates see that and they, they see that as motivation to improve themselves and elevate their game, great. And if not, that is not your problem. Um, that is not your issue. That's your coach's job. Your coach's job is to look at you and see the standard that you are maintaining and the level you're getting to. And his job is to get your teammates on board with him or her to get the standard up to yours and past yours. Um, that ties into the last, you know, question that I was just answering. Um, because I want to win so bad and I'm so passionate about helping those around me, I wasn't able to see for a long time how that passion and willingness and, and I thought, I thought pointing out mistakes and bringing it to my teammates' attention and, and trying to talk through it and understand it was seen as a positive and one that we would all get better from. In my mind, it's going like, well, hey, if I made a mistake, I'm pointing it out, I'm calling it out. If they make a mistake, I'm pointing it out, I'm calling it out. That gives us an opportunity to have a conversation. And if we, through that conversation, we can figure out solutions and we can move forward together. Um, but not everybody has that mindset or approach and takes it that way. And that's why I say shout out to Duncan up there because Duncan under Duncan understands uh, my approach and where I'm coming from. Many players don't naturally initially, <clears throat> um, but it's through creating a lot of issues and problems for myself to solve and get through that I've come to this conclusion where where why I share this message and this specifically with you is saying. Um, knowing what I know now and understanding how difficult it was because I approached it that way, I was luckily able to come out the other side stronger, having grown from that. And I can recognize and see how, um, you know, the role I played in, in making it difficult on myself, even, even though it was just a lack of understanding and, um, you know, a slight lack of understanding can still create a very massive issue and problem for yourself and those around you. And um, having the ability to self-reflect and, and willingness to be honest with yourself, practice self-honesty about the role that you played in the situation that you may find yourself in is, is necessary to figuring out solutions and understanding how best to navigate moving forward. And I'd say that was a very valuable, valuable uh, lesson to learn. It, it required a lot of effort, energy, and time on my side to figure out. And I'm, I'm happy to share that with you. Um, but I think that, yeah, the best approach is focusing in on yourself, elevating yourself, getting yourself to the highest standard and level possible, and then um, accepting the fact that not everybody will meet your standard or be to your level, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, and 
learning how to be okay with that is also uh, a skill set and level understanding that you need to develop so that you can continue to maintain the focus to maintain your level. Because once you learn that and you understand that, it can also become deflating and like not very motivating. Like, well, what's the point if nobody else is doing it and you're over here by yourself and, you know, then you can get into the downward mental, mental spiral that basically pulls you from the level you're at all the way back down to the bottom. And if you're someone who has to learn the hard way, like me, you'll pull all the way down, then you'll realize and understand what was wrong and then you can rebuild again and make your way back up. But what we try to do here is try to learn from the mistakes of others. And that's why I share the message with, with you. So um, it's understanding that process and, and dialing in and focusing in on what you need to, uh, to be successful and to maintain that, that positive uh, focus mental, mental state. These are great questions, everybody. Um, I feel like uh, the audience is starting to get really dialed in. Everyone's starting to kind of get into some good space, some good space. I, I know it's been a difficult year for everybody. There's a lot of chaos and uncertainty in many aspects of life, but we continue on. Um, Soccer dad for life said, you're our captain. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Elijah said, captain. I uh, appreciate that, guys. Um, Tony had said, hey, Quincy, is it wrong to ask your coach for more minutes in games? Uh, I think it's – I don't think it's wrong, but not all coaches agree with the way that I, I think about it. So I think it's understanding who your coach is and how they like to communicate and when they like to communicate. I think knowing the right time to talk to your coach is, is, is most important. So chances are it's not the best time to ask him for more minutes right in the middle of the game or right at a time when you're angry or he's angry or she's angry or, or whatever. I think um, showcasing that you have the emotional control to kind of like accept the decision of what the coaches come to in the moment and then maybe – looking for an opportunity to engage with them after the fact to better understand where they're coming from and how to best prepare or get those minutes in the future, I think is a, is a better approach. Um, Brahim uh, had asked, what's your long-term goal between perfect soccer and youngest players? Uh, oh, that's a, that's a big one. I'd say the long-term goal is really to share the most accurate information I possibly can to help players navigate the process here in America. And I think by, by doing that, we'll create many positive experiences and opportunities for players, parents, coaches uh, here in the future. And we'll just elevate the entire level and standard of soccer in America, which I think creates more opportunities for jobs, paths to the game, uh, paths within the game, more representation at every single level of the game, and just an overall just elevation of, of, of the game here um, in the long term. So that's, that's kind of the, that's the focus and, and the goal with, with all of that. And in that vein, I think, you know, job opportunities, other opportunities to play with other teams, maybe management roles, general manager uh, positions. Um, you know, I think those will be consequences, positive consequences of, of focusing on that. And that's why I've been focusing on this for so long and, and trying my, my very best to over deliver value, leaving every exchange, having given more than I've received. How do you guys feel? You feel like, do you guys feel like, we do that here at Perfect Soccer, that I'm doing a good enough job of that. Um, yeah. Do you guys feel I'm doing a good enough job of that? Let's see. We've got about 10, 10 more minutes here before they kick, kick us off. Let's see. Uh, 
J-S-R-U-I-Z-Z-4 said, I'm going to try out for LA Galaxy Academy as it's been a dream to play under them. What do you think it takes? What do you think it takes and any other advice you can give? So it doesn't show the whole question there, but um, but now it seems like Instagram allows you to see the whole question, whereas before it wasn't letting you. Um, I think it takes a a level of dedication and commitment to the game that most players aren't willing to give, but most players will say that they're willing to give. So like I'll continue to say right there that three S's of self-awareness, you'll want to watch that, uh, listen to it, re-listen to it and see if you, if you've got what it takes and you're committed to, to calling out your own BS. So you can, um, so you can maximize your opportunity to get there. Um, let's see. Uh, 23 had said the practicing on my own has gotten a bit mundane, but I'm just trying to get tons of reps, fall in love with the mundane things. Yes. They, I like that. I was just listening to next play capital podcast. The very first episode, they interviewed the previous president of the NFL PA and he talked about Hello. falling in love with the mundane things. Yo, what's going on, man? How you doing? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm doing all right. You want to let me know your name and how old my, you are and where you're calling from? I'm I'm 15 years old and my name is Naman and I'm from India. Hey, nice to meet you, brother. And shout out to India. Love that. Yeah. Call it international. How uh, how can I help? What what uh, what question you got for me? Yeah, I just want to ask that how many sessions uh, should I do in a day? like and session duration okay what is what's your goal what what level do you want to play at i want to play for indian national team okay and how how often do you train right now uh i do uh, two sessions usually in the morning and in the evening of three hours each okay so, okay and how long have you been doing that for now mm. It's been four or five years. Okay. I like, Hey, I'm liking the answers and stuff that you share with me, man. Okay. So if you're, if that's what you're really doing and you're dedicated to that, I would say that that, that would be in alignment and on par with the type of work you need to put in to get to the level you want to get to. Now, I don't know what you're spending your time doing. So just because you might be spending the time training doesn't mean you're necessarily doing the types of things you need to, to be successful. Right. So what I would recommend is uh, creating yourself a perfect soccer team membership account. If you haven't already, the link is in the bio. Right. And I would say sign up for the B pro weekly program. So Ryan puts together a weekly program, uh, beginner, beginner, intermediate and advanced. And that will give you a breakdown as the types of skills and drills and training and tactics and mentality stuff that you need to be doing um, that you need to be doing to, to continue your uh, yeah, no, but yeah, two time. Yeah. If you're saying you're committed to two, three hour sessions a day um, and you've been doing that for four or five years. Yeah. I, yeah, I think you're, you're committed, you're putting in the time and, and that gives you a great, advantage over your competition but it doesn't mean that you're doing enough and it's going to guarantee that you get there right and I, I you i hope you understand that yeah so um i should work harder mm-hmm. i think yes i think you should i think you should get more dialed in on what you work on okay does that make sense yes yes that's it okay yeah yes so i think the hours you're putting in is good but I don't know where and how you're investing those hours. So I would say, uh, yep, good. In the morning, I do my sprint session, and in the evening, I just do my ball ball work drills. That's it. I just do in the. I just practice. I I practice individually daily. Okay, and do you are you getting any team training in or any uh, group yeah, sessions I, in? Yeah, I play for a club in India. It's called Assam Rhinos. Okay. Okay. So. Good man, you gotta, you gotta keep doing, you gotta keep doing that. I think you gotta keep being a student of the game, and I think reading the books and looking, going through the training materials that we've got in that training center, 
will hopefully really help you dial in so you can make sure you're maximizing the time that you're spending in the game. Awesome, man. Uh, no, I, I appreciate you calling in. And th those are some great questions, man. Good luck with everything. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you uh, several months, years from now, when you play for the, for the national team. That's nice to you. Sure, sure. Thank you. Of course. Thanks, brother. Thanks. Awesome. Shout out India. Um, we're international, everybody. Oh, we've been international. Love seeing... Um, our international followers, especially joining in and asking questions. And what, how does that make some of you guys feel? He's, he's training twice a day, three hour sessions, twice a day. What are you doing? How are you investing your time to get better at the game? And what level do you want to eventually get to? Soccer dad said, got to run, but thanks for the feedback as always. Of course, thanks for stopping by. I appreciate it. Um, K23, it said, great feedback, Quincy. That's amazing advice. Thank you. Of course, I'm seeing everyone spamming that heart button right now, which is great. Um, loving that, loving that. <clears throat> Let me see. Okay. Uh Brahim said, yeah, yeah, bro, thank you. Heart emoji and X, what is it, confetti. Woo, woo. Um, yeah, Yosef said uh, three hours each session, so six hours. Yeah, so he's saying two, one three-hour session in the morning, one three-hour session in the evening. Um, and then plays for his local club. I think he said the Rhinos. Uh, Zachary said, how much is it? I'm, I'm assuming you're asking about B-Pro, the B-Pro weekly training program. Uh, right now, the first week is free. And if you like it and you, you sign up there, I think it's, I think we've got the pricing is $4 a week for access to everything. So all the programs and, and all of that together. And I know I'm talking with Ryan to pull it together to do a complete a complete program. Maybe we'll even do it to where you can pay for a whole year subscription at one time or, or pay for a month at a time and do like discount. But I think on a week to week right now, the pricing is $4 a week, but we'll put together some, some other like discounted pricing. Uh, Yosef said, so six hours, don't you think it's a little too much? Uh, I think it's a little too much. If you, if your goal is only to play like rec soccer or maybe get, you know, play high school, I'd say maybe a little bit too much, but he's saying he wants to play for his national team one day. And if he wants to play for his national team one day, I don't think, I don't think six hours of training every day is too much. Um, I don't think you do the same type of training every single day, but investing six hours of his time into his craft and what he wants to accomplish so he can get there one day, I don't think is too much. And I think I think it will require those who are willing to invest at least six hours a day who actually have an opportunity or a chance to get there. I wouldn't even say that six hours of spending his time is enough time, but I do believe that is much more time than the typical person is willing to invest. So I think it puts him in a, in a very advantageous position. Um, but I think it's important to, to not understate that it doesn't mean six hours straight of just, you know, touch drills and sprinting and training. Yeah, no, um, no, but you know, uh, an hour of sprint drills and training, an hour of ball work, uh, an hour of playing, and then an, uh, an hour of mentality training, an hour of tactics and, and understanding the game and an hour of reading and writing and scribing and focusing or watching film or getting better. That's a six, that's six hours. That's a program. You could do that almost every single day. Um, and maybe you have a day or two off a week and you could maintain that for four or five years. I guarantee you're going to be a much better player at the end of that four or five years than you were at the beginning. And compared to your competition, you'll probably be much better than your competition because they're just not, people aren't investing anywhere near as much time as they say they are or that you think they are. Because everybody's trying to find shortcuts. Everyone's trying to find the easy way out. Everyone's trying to find the way to do the least 
and get the most rather than just doing it right from the beginning, putting the effort in from the beginning, remaining committed from the beginning and remaining consistent. And uh, I think it ties back around there to K23 for saying like learning to get used to the mundane things, learning to fall in love with the mundane things because it is the mundane, it's the monotonous, it's the tedious day in day out stuff that results in success in the long run, in the long term. Everyone is conditioned to watch highlights and commercials and the best moments, but most people aren't conditioned or understanding that for that one minute commercial, that's amazing, perfect shot, upper 90, speed, all everything come together, 10 hours of work went into making that one minute commercial. And it's the 10 hours of work that most people just refuse to see. They don't see, they don't understand, which is why they can't make the commitment and they don't do the work necessary to create that one minute commercial, to create that one minute uh, highlight that uh, can be seen around the world and put on repeat and replay and, and shown over and over and over again and throwback Thursday and all that stuff. That'd be like the chip, right? The chip goal of my time at San Jose. That was the culmination of 20 plus years. How old was I then? 24 years of time, energy, and commitment dedicated to the game of soccer and being prepared and getting dialed in and tuned in and approaching that game and being ready on that game day and then recognizing in that moment what I needed to do and execute on and was able to execute it to perfection and complete it and score that goal to create that highlight which is now something that I can refer back to, like in this conversation, that I can use in my, in my commercial content, in highlights, when people are introducing me on, on soccer websites and outlets and stuff like that, they refer back to that. And when people look at it, they only see you know 30 seconds. But I see the 24 years of time, effort, energy, blood, sweat, tears, ligaments, bones, everything that went in to me being there and executing on that and creating that moment in time. And um, that's the stuff that I, tr I try my best to share with you guys, to be as honest as possible with you and hopefully get you to see and understand it so you can actually accomplish the goal that you want for yourself in the game. But with saying all that, we've got one minute here before Instagram totally kicks me off. I really appreciate everybody joining in on today's episode. I'm glad we were able to get caught up, see how everybody's doing. Um, Think about where where we are, where we started, and uh, where we're where we're going and where we're headed. And I'm very happy and appreciative to have you guys here, uh, joining in every Thursday, 6 p.m. PST, 9 p.m. EST, um, to to just really work together, keep this community going. Uh, love love the support, love everybody joining in. Um, obsessed, uh, thank you, sir. Of course, thank you. Live our pool FC fan page. Uh, drop the I'm in your head emojis. Thank you guys very much. Um, I appreciate everybody joining in. And uh, I'll see I'll see everybody hopefully here next Thursday, same place, same time. Joe Jackson said, uh, see you, Quincy. Great week, of course. Thank you. Uh, K23, thanks for your time, Quincy. I'm in your head emojis. Joe Jackson, I'm in your head emojis. Yes. Thank you, guys, everybody. I'll see everybody next week. And, um, yeah. Come with your questions and let me know what you guys are thinking of the, the B-Pro weekly training program so we can continue to improve that and uh, help you guys get to the next level in the game. All right, everybody. Quincy Ameriqua here, and thanks again for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to share it with someone you feel will get some value from it. And if you could take a moment to leave a review of our podcast wherever you're listening and let us know who you would like us to interview next, we'll get working on it right away. You can re-listen to this episode and all our other interviews, episodes, and audio shows over at perfectsoccerskills.com slash radio. That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash R-A-D-I-O. You can also enter to win free weekly soccer prizes, goals, balls, jerseys, player meet and greets, and more by heading over to perfectsoccerskills.com slash P-S-T-M. 
That's perfectsoccerskills.com slash PSTM to enter to win for free today. Thanks again and see you guys in the next episode.